What it do, what it do, what it do, what it do. What's happening? BTSE 365 podcast right back at you. Appreciate you listening. Whenever you're listening, however you're listening, you know how I get down. I'm kicking things off today by talking about Lonzo Ball's latest comments. Now, last week, he made the comments that his son couldn't win a national championship with three white boys out there on the court with him. Now, we all know your kids are biracial. Your wife is a Caucasian woman. So really, so really, it couldn't, you know, they couldn't win with three and a half white boys out there on the court. <laughs> now, his comments were, you know, bogus pretty much. You can't, you can't keep making this kind of headline news. Like, it's time for you to focus on building this brand and coaching your AAU team, which I'm sure you got some white boys on that team. At the end of the day, Lonzo Ball, just do yourself and your family a favor. And stop your shit, man. Lonzo is a great player. Great player. But you out here making it so hard for the younger. Like, you making it so hard for him. It ain't cool, man. It, it, it's just not cool. And Michael Rappaport had a great assessment on this. He just needs to focus on those big baller brand shirts and hoodies because it does look awful. Like, those shirts and hoodies, they look terrible. No no hating, no shade or whatnot, but, yeah, they look terrible. Staying in basketball, shout out to Lance Stevenson coming back to Indiana, and he wasting no time making headlines. He got into a little situation with the Raptors after he made a layup at the end of the game when the game was clearly over and the Pacers were going to win. But, you know, DeMar DeRose and a couple other players took exception to it, and they ran up on him like they were finna put hands on him for, for you know, scoring a little layup. Look, the game was over, yeah. Did he, you know, was it Bush League? Yeah, but damn, bro, you gonna whoop his ass because he made a layup at the end of the game? Y'all gonna be a top three team in the East. The Pacers are struggling trying to make it to the NBA playoffs this year, which might not happen. Cool it, bro. Chill out. It's Lance Stevenson. Gee, that's what he do. Born ready, back in Indiana, doing his damn thing. And speaking of, you know, rankings in the Eastern Conference, Cleveland Cavaliers came into the game Sunday, one game up on Boston, but they dropped it on the road in Atlanta. Now, it was some questionable calls. It was some iffy defense. But, damn, they they were up like 20 points, I think. And Atlanta outscored them 44-18 to in the fourth quarter. Like, 44 points to 18. Damn it, man. LeBron fouled out in overtime, and that was a bogus foul call on him for number six. That was real bogus. Paul Millsap made a nice three in overtime to kind of, you know, take the pressure off Atlanta a little bit. But, of course, Cleveland came right back at him, but it just wasn't enough. Cleveland just didn't have enough to get the job done. The refs, I say the refs took it away. Others say the Cavs played bad defense. Look, how they played, yes, in the fourth quarter has a lot to do with the overtime loss. But still, those calls late in the game are crucial. You can't do nothing about the past. What about the present? And at that present moment then, that was some effed up officiating, man, like straight up. Meanwhile, in the West, Golden State, they won the West for the third straight year. Best record in the NBA for the third straight year, locking up that number one seed. And after the wild finish in Denver, which I'll get to next, they'll be facing the Portland Trailblazers in the first round of the playoffs. Now the real test begins for the Warriors. They got their Kevin Durant back. 
Draymond Green's healthy, Steph Curry's healthy, Klay Thompson's healthy. Let's see what's going to happen. This is what everybody's been waiting for all season. Let's see how they perform in the playoffs. And one second, I just need to pause for the calls and let you know you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at BTSE underscore 365. You can get exclusive videos, breaking news, all of that at BTSE underscore 365. Oh, yeah, shout out to Demetrius Ivory, the brand Demetrius Ivory. You can get at them on Instagram as well. Shout out to the Lance J Radio Show, ESPN 610 AM in Philly. Shout out to James Lewis and his staff and all of the work they're doing over there in Philly. Lance J Radio Network coming soon. Got to support your people, man. If we don't, who will? Now, back to what I was saying about uh, the situation in Denver. I don't know if you guys have heard or not, but there's been this uh, MVP talk. A lot of who's the MVP talk going on in the NBA. Just a lot of little chatter, you know, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard. Who's the real MVP? Well, look, I told everybody before the season even started who I thought the MVP was going to be. And that was Russell Westbrook. And, you know, all he's done is average a triple-double this season. But it was still, I don't know, a lot of questions. LeBron can do a triple-double any night. And what about what he's done in Cleveland? And yada, yada, yada. Cool, whatever. Yes, LeBron James can win MVP every year. Okay, yeah, cool, cool. He could. He could. But not this year. Mm Mm-mm. I know James Harden got snubbed the first time Steph Curry won MVP. I think he was snubbed that year. I do. But, you know, this year is not snubbed. It's just that Russell Westbrook is having an all-time great year. All-time. Yesterday he had 50 points, 10 assists, and 16 rebounds against Denver. Oh, did I mention he hit the game winning three from deep. Like, deep. He cut their water short. Denver was playing for a playoff chance. And after that loss, they out the playoffs. Heartbreaking. Just cut their water short. That's why he's the 2016-2017 NBA MVP. He came in. He went to work every night. He played his ass off. And look at where he got his team. In the sixth spot in the West after Kevin Durant left. I'm not saying his team made some scrubs. I'm not saying that, but, but OKC was not looked at as a playoff team possibly in the West without Kevin Durant, especially not six, maybe eight, but not six. So shout out to Westbrook, man. Congrats on an all-time season, putting your name in the record books with the greats. Durant got an MVP. Westbrook about to have an MVP. Hmm. Let's see if he can get his team past Houston in the first round. Now, on to football for a minute. I I haven't really been wanting to talk about this, really, but I got to say something. There was a quarterback who recently announced that he's stepping away from football or retiring or whatever words you want to use or don't want to use. And he wears number nine for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, he wore number nine for the Dallas Cowboys because they released him. Had somebody text me and say, I think Jerry Jones paid him to retire. And you know what? They might have. You know, they might have some agreement going on. Jerry didn't want him to go to Houston or whatnot. That's cool, but he can't stop him from going to Houston next season. And what's up with all this fanfare, all this celebration of Tony Romo? Am I missing something? Was he not Was he not just a 2-4 and four quarterback in the playoffs? Is he not the guy who 
bobbled the snap against the Seahawks that one season? Is he not the guy who threw a plethora of picks in crucial moments of games? I'm not saying he wasn't a good quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not saying that. But, hell, people treating him like he Brett Favre or Peyton Manning or somebody that did a lot of winning. He's a success story. He went undrafted. He played at EIU. I get it. I get it. Overachiever. But, damn. The Dallas Mavericks let him suit up for the for their last home game. I mean, he, he wasn't going to play, but I guess that's what you do when you're a franchise that has nothing else to cheer for at the end of the season. But, hey, to each his own, whatever. Now, touching on a little bit of politics, a serious moment here. Donald Trump uh, sent missiles to Syria. And people are all in a frenzy. But as I was told once by my mentor, all you need to do is stay focused on trying to get your funds right. Get your money up. Get your money up. And stay out the way. All that political stuff, all that, that's for somebody else to worry about. Because it's going to happen whether we want it to or not. All this extra stuff, man, people don't think, you know. We ain't making these decisions. Somebody making these decisions for us. All I know is if anything pop off, I need to go get me a turban, a gown, a robe, whatever you want to call it, and let it be known, hey, my G, I'm with you. And before I leave, I got to give you some entertainment news. It looks like uh, Quavo and Karuchi Tran got a little situation going right now. Y'all know Karuchi, Chris Brown ex that he crazy for and can't get off his mind for some reason. I don't know what she put on that boy, but she got him out here bonkers, man. Like, for real, CB really be out here going crazy over this gal. Whatever it is she got, I don't want it. Don't want to touch it. Nope. Mm-mm. I'm Gucci. You know the camera's always on, so somebody got the pictures of them leaving the Black Spring Break down there in Biloxi together after the Migos set was over with. And, of course, the internet has already started trolling. Chris Brown is what they do. The internet is always undefeated. And since we're speaking about couples that, you know, are no more, what about Janet Jackson splitting up with her billionaire husband three months after she gave birth to their child? Now, I don't, I don't like, you know, discussing grown folk business, they married, whoop de whoop, but it's just something kind of fishy. Janet Jackson, you know, she been divorced two other times before now. But damn, three months after you give birth to your child, you 50 and you finna leave them now. I hope she ain't gold digging. Like, I, I mean, yeah, you know, Jenna Jackson rich, but he a billionaire. She damn sure ain't no billionaire. I wonder what those child support payments gonna look like. Sheesh. That's all I got for y'all today. Again, as always, I appreciate you tuning in. Like, share, comment, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Or a cousin, or an enemy, whatever. Just tell somebody. You can tell somebody you don't even know. Just be like, hey, check this out right here. You can catch me on iTunes, you can catch me on SoundCloud, you can catch me in the TuneIn app. Or if you know me personally, be like, hey, bro, send me a link. I got you. And I'm about to start a mailing list, so if you want to be on the mailing list, email me at BigTalks731 at gmail.com. That's B-I-G-G-T-A-L-K-S-731 at gmail.com. Y'all be good. Be safe and be blessed. And remember, make love, not war. Love somebody today. Show some love and keep it real. That's what Fly said. Show some love and keep it real. Y'all be easy. Peace. I'm out. BTSC 365. <laughs>